Well, Razorback fans, it is game day eve against Texas A&M here in Arlington, which I'm actually broadcasting live from. And I'm going to tell you the reasons why Arkansas and A&M needs to be the true rivalry between these two teams. We'll talk about that as well as look at the rest of the SEC and also say what happens if Arkansas wins, what happens if Arkansas loses, and of course get into the final predictions here on today's Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head over to Bet Online where the game starts. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday afternoon, morning, whenever you're listening to this, as uh, we are getting you ready for Arkansas and Texas A&M tomorrow night here in Arlington. I'm actually broadcasting from uh, my buddy's office uh, at Garver down here in downtown Dallas. So uh, kind of a new backdrop here, but that's okay. That's okay. It's it's a good setup. It's and I appreciate it. But either way, uh, we, we got to talk about, it. we got to talk about a lot of things in this game. And of course, we got to get to our final predictions and, uh, talking about the the hogs winning and losing, but uh, a question actually got posed to me on uh, my Instagram account because I always like to do uh, the almost Saturday memes and whatnot and dealing with Arkansas when they're about to have a game. And of course, I posted some things about Arkansas and Texas A and M back when they were playing, and you know some of the history that they have there. But uh, one of the things that was brought up to me, and I actually planned about talking about this this week. I didn't know if I would have time or if it would be something that people would be interested in. But uh, it got brought up to me and people asking, do you consider Texas A&M a rival against Arkansas? And it, it kind of popped something up in my mind because I felt like for so many years that all these people who want Arkansas to have a rivalry, which they don't, they don't have a true rivalry in the sense of what other teams do with their rivals. I like guess it's, it's not going to happen, but those people who really want one, who really wants a rivalry. To me, A&M was the one that makes the most sense because I have felt like, forget LSU, forget Ole Miss, forget all of that, because LSU is never going to look at you as the number one rival. And, uh, you know, Ole Miss or, or uh, you know, whoever you wanted to throw in there, Texas even. Texas isn't going to look at you as a true rival. And you know what? A&M probably won't ever either now that Texas is joining the SEC going to start playing each other once again that's probably going to be their main rival but to me the texas a&m rivalry made the most sense because one you got a lot of history i mean dating back to the southwest conference and thinking about how many games how many epic matchups that you had in this series and, and everything that went along with it you had a lot of the older generation grow up with a lot of hatred towards a&m and now we see some of the younger generation my generation of people growing up pretty much having some disdain for a&m and playing this game in Jerry World, you know, having the issues where Arkansas lost so many games in a row, which is just amazing how, uh, you know, the times they lost those games is when they had bad coaches, but the times of winning those games is when they have good coaches, who would have guessed? But it, it just seemed like that there was this growing frustration, this angst, this rivalry feeling towards A&M, and it came from all generations and all sides. And I've always felt like with AM, yeah, they, there's a lot of people that don't like them for, for various reasons and whatnot. But 
I'll tell you the reasons that I hate A&M and why I always have considered them to be a quote unquote bigger rivalry or why I always consider them to be a team that I want to beat every single year, regardless if it's in Jerry world or if it's a home and home or whatnot. Like the reasons I always wanted to beat this team is just because of my own personal experience and going down to Jerry world and, uh, and seeing it because I've gone to different sec stadiums as a Razorback fan where they were playing the Razorbacks in those stadiums. And there's been times where people were pretty ruthless. Like I went to Georgia last year. The, the fans were amazing. The students were horrible, but the fans were amazing. Uh, I had a good experience with them. Uh, I've had good experiences even with uh, like Ole Miss fans in baseball. I know it's not football, but even in baseball, like they were really nice people for the most part. There were some idiots, but they were nice people. I've had some dealings with uh, dealings with Alabama fans. No issues, no problems. Maybe it's just because they're on a different stratosphere, but uh, I've never had any major issues or at least personal interactions of animosity with any other team in the SEC except for AM. I've had it happen twice. Twice I've had problems when I've run into AM fans at Jerry World, and twice I've almost gotten into a fight with AM fans. They are, and again, I'm not saying this is just a, a, an indication on, on all or an indictment on all of the fans across the board. I'm sure they're great ones. There's a lot of them. But it's just there's so many things about them that make them so strange and so weird and so like arrogant. And I've never understood why. Maybe it's because they are a very high-end school with a high-end education. And you know, people that graduate there usually go on to be big time successes. And, you know, maybe there's that element of it. Maybe it's because of the money that they have over there. Maybe it's because of the, you know, whatever. But I just feel like of all the stuff that you can hate on AM for, it's like you, they have a lot of things going for them, but they keep holding themselves back. Like I've always felt like in tradition and college football, which is one of the most fun things you'll ever see. College football was so much fun. I, I love watching games. I love almost maybe not respecting what other traditions are, but at least thinking that there could be an element of coolness to them. Like for instance, if I just moved here to this country, and I moved into a certain college football town, but I wanted to be like, well, I want to you know, be a sports fan. I want to root on for the home team. Let, let, let me dive into this. I feel like I could go to an Alabama game, a, a Razorback game, an Auburn game, a Florida game, a Georgia game. I feel like I could go to those games and after a one-game experience, see what all goes on and see how they do it, maybe even two games, and be like, okay, I get it. I get why, why I get why you do this. I get why this is important. I get why this is cool. This is something that people means a lot to people. Like I could see all that. But if you go to an AM game, there's there is so much going on that it, it's almost like they have taken pride in saying, let's try to think of the stupidest, weirdest things that we can possibly do and put a huge number of them into our traditions and force feed it down everyone's throat to make sure that they learn it. And then that way we keep just chiming up that we're, we're, we have traditions just based upon of how many weird things we do. Like that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting college football and college sports are great. Because like even Arkansas, like I can totally understand if people outside of Arkansas think calling the hogs is weird, like totally. But for us in Arkansas, it's really cool, but it's like one thing, you know, like we would call the hogs. That's about it. And there'll be some other random things too, like the, Arkansas Razorbacks, you know, that, that chant, uh, you know, there'll be the William Tell overture. There's like a few things here and there, but the only one that everyone gets involved in is calling the hog. Usually 
And, and it's the same thing with a lot of other places too. You know, it's they, everybody gets involved with like one, maybe two traditions and that's it. But at AM, they got like 142 of them to where if you walked in there, it doesn't matter. You could go to 12 home games for AM and you, you still wouldn't know what's going on. But it's like, no, it's great. It's tradition. No, it's dumb. Like that, I, I hate when people mask things and say, well, it's a tradition. Okay, traditions can be weird. Can tra traditions can be stupid. Like, there, you know how many traditions that have gone on in the history of the world that have been dumb that we don't do anymore? Like, just you just look back in history and think about some of the traditions that used to go on. And, and you know, there used to be back in biblical times, people would sacrifice lambs on, on an altar to, to God. And, okay, you don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, things have changed. So just because it's tradition doesn't mean it's good. Just because it's tradition doesn't make it's right. And so I think that that's where I get from all the problems with the arrogance I have of, of A&M fans. It's just like everything that they do, they don't accept that it's weird. They don't accept that it's corny. It's tradition. No, it's dumb. You can drop it at any time. And in fact, you should drop it because I honestly think it's holding you back as, a, as an athletic program. There is zero excuse for A&M to not be amazing in every sport. The amount of money, the amount of facilities, they're in Texas, they have recruiting, they, they have it all. There is no reason for them to be bad or at least not elite in almost every sport. Football, they should be elite in. Baseball, they should be elite in. Basketball, they should be elite in. They should be elite in these things, but they're not. They're not. Why? Something's holding them back. And I think it's them. I think it's their own way. And see, and this is why... It's like when AM joined the SEC, I just really wish that it would have been put forth more. They really would have hammered it home more to make these two teams a rival. Like, I really wish they would have done that because it would have given Arkansas that, that somebody to hate on, AM somebody to hate on. Obviously, AM winning as many games as they did in a row did not help circumstances at all. But in generally speaking, it certainly seemed like it was something that. Uh, was a missed opportunity. But now that Texas is joining, I don't think it's going to be that way. But I'm still going to hate Texas A&M. Uh, I still don't like anything that they do. I don't like their fans necessarily. And, you know, the the also the marching in the middle of the game. Like, they, they like, march, like, I guess, like, cross each other. And the place goes nuts. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, what is this? And then, the, like, the guns thing and stuff. I'm sorry. It's too much. It's too much as I drop my microphone. It's way too much. They got to fix that. They got to stop that. They got to chill. Chill with the traditions. We love traditions in college football, but you got to relax. You got to chill. So I hate AM. I don't like them in any regard. I don't like them in any sport. And I just wish that they wouldn't be so weird and so easy to hate on. But like I said, I know that everybody's got their weird stuff, but when you got nothing but weird stuff, you deserve everything that comes your way. Uh, folks, I got to tell you about this uh, new sponsor that we actually have here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. It's about Nugenics. You know, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. I'm getting older up there in years, even though I try to keep my youthful appearance. Sometimes it's a little bit tough. You know, maybe when you start to feel like, oh, man, am I getting the dad bod? Am I, am I, am I, can I not, you know, get back to my, my prime, my, my game playing shape? And all of that. And, you know, you go to work out a lot. And even though you work out and you try to eat right, it just doesn't seem like it's helping. It's just, it doesn't seem like it's getting anything the way that it's supposed to be. It can be tough sometimes. It really can be. But you want that energy. You want the energy not only to be able to take, take on the day, but you also want that energy 
to make sure that you are staying positive in your life. And Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testosterone will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you feel like you are the man that you truly want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testosterone and testophen, and has validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total Tea boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, with more energy and more drive and more passion too, and your partner will notice the difference. While every product professes quality, Many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials, and Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Now, get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text COLLEGE, C-O-L-L-E-G-E, to 231-231. Text now. You can get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with the key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text COLLEGE to 231-231. Text COLLEGE to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at nugenics.com slash terms. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, uh, you know, we, we got to talk about the game itself, and I know we'll give our final predictions and everything here in just a little bit, but uh, our, the, the question that gets asked, and I feel like this is a lot of cases in pretty much every single SEC matchup that you have, especially in a, an important one in the early part of the season, is what happens if the Razorbacks win and what happens if the Razorbacks lose? Those are the only two options, obviously, in this game. So what happens? And, you know, we'll, well, I'll tell you what. We'll start with what happens if they lose, and then we'll end with what happens when they win, because I like to end on a positive note. What happens if Arkansas loses this game? Well, I, and I'm sure many of you, will be disappointed. Because I know what Vegas is saying. I know how in the SEC things happen, crazy things happen, particularly in this game, crazy things happen. But to me, the Razorbacks are a better football team. Overall, if you take the four phases of what makes a football team, you think about pass defense, pass offense, run defense, run offense. Arkansas has three of the four of those over AM. They're better at passing the ball, they're better at running the ball, and they're better at stopping the run. They have three of the four elements in their favor. Call special teams a watch. There's no doubt that pass defense favors AM, but Arkansas is the better team. So if they lost this game, it would be an extreme disappointment. It wouldn't mean the season is over. It wouldn't mean that the season's a failure. It would just be disappointing because you felt like this was a way to continue to knock down that door of the SEC West and be able to burst through the conference, be able to burst through and showcase exactly that, hey, we are a really good team. We are a really good team that has arrived and we're taking care of business. We, we beat the teams that we're supposed to beat. We're not only beating teams that are bad teams, but we're beating teams that are good, but we're just better than. Like, it just feels like this would be the opportunity to, to do that. So when you lose this game, it's not that, again, it doesn't make the season a failure, but it certainly kind of puts you behind the eight ball. And that Alabama game next weekend still will be great, still be energized, but it just won't have the same luster. And honestly, I'm not speaking for all Razorback fans, 
this is just my opinion, and some of you will probably yell at me for having it. This is just my opinion. I believe so many people want to win this game so bad against AM only because of what the game will mean next week against Alabama. Because if you are 4-0, you beat AM, you're probably going to jump. I mean, who knows what the rankings are, but you're number 10 right now. You beat AM, jump up to anywhere between maybe six to nine, somewhere in there. It just kind of depends on who what do, who does what in front of you. But you do that, you take care of business, and then suddenly things just really start to open up, really start to change. But if you lose that game and you go into Alabama, it's kind of like, yeah, we can still do something here. We can still make something work. We can still fight for something. But it's just not where we want it to be. It's not where it's like we could still fight for something, but you feel like if you beat Bama, then that A&M loss feels almost less than. It feels like it's even worse. And the last thing you want to do is lose to A&M and Alabama in back-to-back weeks. And if you do that, then you got Mississippi State on the road, and that doesn't get any easier. And suddenly you're staring at a possibility where you started 3-0, and and now you're 3-2, and maybe go 3-3, and and you really put yourself in a bind to having to put the pressure on finishing at the strongest level to even get to a decent bowl game. Can't have that. But we don't want to think about that. We want to think about what happens if the Razorbacks win. If Arkansas beats a and I don't care by, if it's by one point or 20 points. If Arkansas wins this game, what it's going to do is it's going to make that game against Alabama in Fayetteville the SEC West Divisional Crown all being on the line. That's going to be on the line. Everyone's going to be looking at that game saying, whoever wins this matchup, whoever wins this game, is going to win the SEC West. That's pressure. Like, think about, and I know that, of course, people are like, well, how can you really say that's the beginning of October? Well, if you beat AM and if you beat Alabama, do you really think you're going to lose to Mississippi State or Auburn or Ole Miss or LSU or Missouri? I mean, you never say never, but you better not. <laughs> you better, you shouldn't if you're able to beat those teams. So he just puts you in the driver's seat of winning the West. You are in the driver's seat of winning the West. And you, when was the last time you could say that? When was the last time that you could say, today, we control our destiny truly, where we took on the two best, other best teams in the West. We took them on. We beat them. We got past them. Now we just got to finish out strong. I mean, you haven't been able to say that since, what, 2006? That's what happens if you win this game against AM. And that's why it's so important that you take care of business against AM. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. You can find all the player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and analysis on every game that you find. And as always, BetOnline remains to be your continued source for all of your wagering information with live betting and up to minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn so much more with BetOnline, where the game starts. And also, got to tell you, Razorback fans, all of you out there, are you game day ready? 
Are you ready for this weekend's game? Are you ready for all the games? Are you going to be ready for Bama next weekend? You better be, and you better have the nicest and coolest and up-to-date apparel. Alumni Hall has you covered right there in Fayetteville. They have so many different brands to choose from, like Nike, Nike Golf, Champion, Columbia. They have a lot of throwback and vintage logos, stuff you can choose from. They got accessories. And for all you tailgaters out there, they got all the necessities you need for your tailgate. It's the ultimate Razorback shopping experience. So head over to Alumni Hall in Fayetteville, right on college over there next to the Whole Foods. Or you can visit their website at alumnihall.com and check out all the apparel that they have there as well. I'm telling you, they have a hat wall, big and tall side for all you bigger fellas and taller fellas. Uh, they have the same apparel that coaches wear, like, you know, Eric Musselman. You remember all those polo shirts that he would have and how it seemed like he always had a different one? Alumni Hall has you uh, taken care of for that regard. They got them all. So check them out there. Again, you can visit the website, alumnihall.com. You can visit their store where they have a ridiculous amount of selection. I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and have said, wow, it's incredible. Like you weren't kidding about Alumni Hall. I'm serious. There's no better place to shop. There's no better store to go to when it comes to all things Razorback. So visit Alumni Hall over on college and Fayetteville or online alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Razorback fans go to shop. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, final segment of Locked On Razorbacks podcast, final predictions, got to get into it. Um, I know I'll keep this short and sweet, and if you've listened to this podcast, if you listen to my radio show, you know exactly how I'm feeling right now. You, I'm feeling confident. I'm walking tall. Yes, you had a bad game last week against Missouri State, but you still won. You, bought, you fought back, and you won. I think that's going to be a humbling experience for Arkansas. And I'm sorry, may, and this may come back to bite me. I'm sure if I end up being wrong, I'll have a bunch of A&M fans in the comment section and in my mentions on social media and everything. But in all honesty, I believe Arkansas wins this game, and they don't really look back. I see it can be similar to what it was last year, where Arkansas takes the lead. A&M may have a play or two here, but Arkansas's defense does a good job against them. I think that Arkansas's offense, especially running the ball, is going to be extremely effective and wear down Texas A&M. And I think Arkansas just controls the game. Now, is it going to be high scoring? I don't think so, because I do respect A&M's defense. It is, yes, they're not as good against the run as they are the pass, but I don't even know if Arkansas is going to have to pass in this game. Like, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll have some plays here and there. But as long as they don't turn the ball over, like if, if Arkansas finishes the game with zero turnovers, they'll win. I just believe that Rocket Sanders, KJ Jefferson, Dominic Johnson, these guys are just going to wear down AM's front. Uh, it'll open up the passing game a little bit more, too. I think they'll control the tempo, they'll control the clock. I think that'll keep Arkansas's defense off the field. And I just don't think Max Johnson or AM is going to do anything against Arkansas's passing game, which I know that their pass defense is terrible, but AM's pass offense is terrible. So even if they, I think they're averaging like 150 yards passing a game, something like that. So, okay, even if they get to that point, say you give them 200 yards, they're not running the ball in Arkansas. So, I mean, so what, 250 yards, 275 yards, that's not going to beat Arkansas. That's not going to beat Arkansas. So I think Arkansas wins this game. I think they control the game the whole time. I think that uh, they end up winning, I'll say, by a final score of, I'm going to say 31-17. 31-17, Arkansas gets the victory, and they move on, and Arkansas faces Alabama undefeated next week that's my prediction i hope it's true i know a lot of people are going to be making the trip down here 
but it should be a lot of fun. But appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have, and we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.